Hi, Diddly D neighbors. We are live on the side quest, your beautiful, wonderful weekly journey into the brave, bold world of video games. I am one of your hosts, Ali Demosky. Joining me now, as usual, the one, the only, JJ Holder. Well, hello there, everyone. Two How weeks in a row. It? Look at this. I, yeah, I you've made. Thou hast made it. <laughs> How you doing, man? Oh, I terrible. The weather is terrible. Here. That's good. Yeah. That's yeah. The good. air. Thanks. The air quality is is garbage. Uh, uh, it's hot. Uh, the state's on fire. It's great. Yeah. Everything's going good. <laughs> uh, we are on fire over here. Not as bad as over on the West Coast. We still still have the Canadian smoke coming in. Yeah. Um, but uh, quakes. Yeah, it, so it, you guys, mean, they, they have quakes. Sorry for the folks in down uh, <laughs> California. Our friends on there, they got quakes. No, we are we're doing okay supposedly over here. But um, yeah, it's it, it it's what it's as uh, people would say. But. Uh, at least we're together. We're together. We're going to talk about video games. We're going to have a nice evening. Sorry, everybody. My mind is elsewhere as I'm trying to get posts or whatever they're called these days. I'm just trying to get messages out there, let everybody know the <laughs> podcast started. But we're here now. I'm all set. I'm in. I'm focused. I'm 100% in. We're going to rock, and we're going to have a great show. First, we're going to um, rock. Then we're going to roll. Yeah. First then we're going to rock. Gonna uh, my go. eye thing is, is set up here. Yeah. My, yeah. It's funny yeah. because I did a show with my daughter. And uh, the eye thing was messing up both of us. Like it didn't know where to look, like didn't know where to focus. So my eyes would be straight ahead and all of a sudden they would pop in, like looking this way and hers would pop in and it's terrifying, but also kind of cool. Um, <laughs> well, let's talk, let's talk games. It's been a hell of a week. And I, I want to start with the news of the day and certainly the news that affects, uh, affects all of us. But let me. Um, let me start with a, a special message. Do I have that special message? I do. Let me get so this. You better have that special message. Let me get this special message. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, let's see. I could probably. Can I play this? Let me see if this will work here. I, I freaking hate. There we go. <laughs> I, love I, I hate. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I, I hate uh, Windows because I'm trying to play an, uh, um, an audio clip on Windows. And it's just. Would you like to use which of these 15 horrible Windows pieces of software would you like to use? Right. None of them. I, I told you to I want to use VLC, goddamn. I want to use VLC. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to share this very special. Oh, God. It probably won't even be able to be played. Crap. Let me, let me pop this. You're going to have to hold your phone up to the microphone. And I like... might. Well, here, let's do this. Let's see if you guys can hear this. I'm going to pop the volume up real loud. Ready? Nope, you can't hear nope. it. I mean, yeah, it sounded like he, it's... It it's coming like on my, on my headphones. Toy. That's why. Yeah. It like this an is the worst. Hold toy. on. I will get it. Relax, everyone. Let me... I got. I figured it out. I'm going to drop it on here. Perf. Oh. Can we... You need me to vamp? Uh, Damn what's it. the What's the deal with airline what food? I deal? mean, come on. Here, we'll do this. All right, I'll <laughs> I'll I'll play it this way. I'm gonna I'm gonna go so freaking low key, uh, low fi that it'll be uh, it'll be the way to do it. Ready? Here we go. I'm just gonna set that right there. This is embarrassing for all of us. Hello to all of my friends. Is that side questing? Mamma mia, it's a Mario. You rock. <laughs> Did it work? That that actually worked really well. Better All than, right. Better than it had good. any business to work. <laughs> uh, and the news, as we are, um, you know, as everybody has heard by now, is that the uh, famous uh, voice actor of, and I'm gonna I'm gonna post it right now. The voice actor of uh, Police Quest Open Season. This, this this wonderful actor played prostitute Billy Bob a Janitor. That's what what he's known for. Um, he also played. Uh, Pa Khan Shokun uh, in uh, Space Quest Six, Ray Trace, Pitui in Space yeah. Quest. Like literally, you know, he was. This person played additional voices in Grossology, the science of really gross things. You know, even um, definitely he was, he was the yeah, he that. was the. I mean, you, you probably know him as uh, Old One in Slave Zero. I mean, that's oh, ideally, yeah. yeah, yeah, or um, not uh, you know, not 
racist at all, but you probably know him as Master Suzuki in Rising Zan, the Samurai yeah. Gunman. Totally. I, listen, uh, Rising Zan Samurai Gunman is one of my like go to like punchline. I need an obscure game. Games. Yeah. It's yeah. my number one go to. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, really, he was the red suited ghost in uh, 1997's Beauty and the Beast. And that would be surprisingly. Isn't, I didn't that, the know Ron, that. isn't that the Ron Perlman? Beauty and the Beast? 97? Yeah, remember, like, there was that Ron Perlman where he was the Beast? I don't remember if that was... <laughs> Bruh, I have no idea. I, uh, all I know is, we're talking about the one, the only Charles Martinet. I'm Charles couple... Wario Martinet. Charles, the voice of Wario. I'm going to post a couple more images on here because uh, that is the right thing to do. And I'm going to share this screen this guy right here ye old charles martinet uh side questing zone charles martinet <laughs> is uh retiring as the voice of mario yeah that uh the news nintendo dropped the news today that he was uh yeah you can kind of read it there it's been he's been the original voice for nintendo games for a long time yeah uh, i would say see, since 27 years yeah, well, it's, it says as far back as Mario 64, but it even predates Mario 64 because uh, he did because yeah. he did some of the Mario teaches typing. Mario teaches typing and some of the other educational Mario yeah. games. Yeah, so like Mario's game gallery. Yeah, yeah so like yeah, yeah he's so 94, he 95. He's been, but really so it was Mario 64. Yeah. yeah, that was the first like <clears throat> that was the first like core mario game that he did the vo for and and that's because uh you know they had um they actually had like not a decent voice chip at, you know an audio chip at all on the n64 yeah. but better than kind yeah. of ish better than you know a little bit more upgraded to what the super nes could do in a way yeah. in a weird way kind of but not yeah. anyways he is uh uh yeah he was He's definitely well known as the Mario guy. We, I've met him yeah. on a couple occasions um, at E3 both times, uh, and just a, just a lovely. Here, I'm gonna yeah. zoom in right here. Look at this. Look at this dude. Look. He's just, look at that he's guy. Just, he's just he's incredibly happy to be Mario and to always. be recognized as Mario. Always, uh, and he always and has there always been a person. Yeah, go ahead. We always just call him the voice of Mario. Yeah. However, he yeah. is the voice of all four of the Italian men in the Nintendo yeah. universe. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, and as as Italian as Charles Martinet is, it was the right choice to have him yeah. play. No, uh, look at that you know, hair, man. Yeah, man, that's awesome hair. God bless him because I could not have that kind of hair. Uh, but no, he's yeah. As as the the note there said, he's going yeah. to be retiring from. Being the voice of Mario, he's uh, moving on to a new role of Mario Ambassador. Basically, they're creating this role for yeah. him as he is Mario. Now, yeah. uh, at least when they do all kinds of you know promotion and that kind of stuff, yeah. which he had sort of been doing it. But uh, like I said, I met him at E3 back in 2011, 2012, when we recorded that little audio clip. Uh, and so... He was there at E3, just at Nintendo's booth, being being Mario as an ambassador. But now it's his gonna it's gonna yeah. be his sort of full time Nintendo it's, role. It's really funny to think that like they never really ever trotted him out on stage for anything. Never. Mm -mm. He was always just like they 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 never. This is kind of the first time Nintendo has acknowledged Charles Martinet directly. Yeah. Yep. Um, because like it's like the Undertaker, where it's just like Mark Calloway is a completely separate person. When Charles Martinet yeah. is doing the voice of Mario, he's just Mario. Mario is Mario. Yeah. Uh, there's no human behind it. It's just Mario. Now uh, there have there have been a lot of voice actors from Mario, some longer than others. Obviously, yeah. Chris Pratt is the newest uh, voice of Mario. Captain Lou Albano was a voice. Oh yeah. Uh, there was. Uh, another whoever because captain lou didn't do the audio for the all the cartoons right i think he only did part of the cartoon uh they, they switched it up a little bit but he did a lot of the vo for the cartoons themselves too okay but it wasn't sometimes it was like i think towards the end they definitely swapped about and i don't think it was captain lou once it became... walker boone it was walker yeah boone i'd say i think i think after the yeah. super show ended they changed um, <clears throat> yep 
Mario's yep. voice to a sound alike. And um, of course, uh, Bob Hoskins, uh, the everyone's favorite uh, Mario. So no, you know, Captain Lou is only the first, uh, only the fir- the super show because the adventure. That's what I, yeah. Yeah, the adventures yeah, Mario three Brothers and, three and yeah, World, World were, were Walker been, Boon. Okay, would have been Walker Boon. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of people don't know Walker Boon, a very famous yeah. uh, actor, voice actor out of uh, out of I think Canada. Yeah, Canadian. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, cool guy. Also, uh, I'm not. He's Mastonian. I'm not directly related to Walker Boon. Well, he passed away, but I guess people I know are related to him. Boy, uh, I have the link. So I literally, oh, I have the link to uh, Mario. Link to Mario's past. Link to Mario's past. But no, Um, and then even before that is so 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 Walker Boone's dead too. So like the first like, uh oh, that's not a good sign. (laughs) You stop being Mario, you die. Lou Lou Albano, Lou Albano died. Walker Boone died. Uh, Bob Hoskins died. (laughs) <laughs> so things aren't looking good for uh, for chuck here <laughs> i mean chances are you will eventually die so yeah. <laughs> Maybe, but usually how fast are they going to move on from chris pratt and will that signal the death of chris pratt who knows um but uh no it's uh yes there have been a lot of voices a lot of famous people have been mario over the years and i'm gonna be you know what we'll there's our article i'm gonna put that article together uh <laughs> Sorry, everybody, whoever is watching this. Um, yeah. yeah, so the many voices of Mario, the many voices of Mario. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I, think it's, I can't it's, wait it's to see, I can't out. wait yeah. to see what, like, because, ha- like, luckily, the Mario voice is generic enough to be sort of mimicked. So, like, if they wanted to just you know, keep going with that Mario, you can get some voice actors to do it. I mean, there was the, during the Saturday Supercade, there was a Donkey Kong uh, who was voiced by uh, Soupy Sales and Mario, the first Mario voice actor. You ready? Peter Cullen. Yep. Yep. I knew that. Yeah. Everybody (laughs) who's anybody has voiced Mario. Okay. We're going to have to put these clips together because that's fucking awesome. So, yeah. And then there was also king koopa's cool cartoons oh boy mario uh mario wasn't in i don't believe mario was in was no koopa was just that was so wild that was a live action show yeah yeah yeah. it was just like how every how every every kids every every like state had their own like after school and it had their own like host guy that had some sort of some like ranger rick or whatever Mm -hmm. bullshit so then there was already Super Mario Challenge yeah. was uh, John Lenahan. He was dressed as sort of a lookalike of Mario. Um, that's pretty wild. So there you go. Yeah, there's been plenty of uh, plenty of people who have been Mario over the ages. And, and uh, I, I think it's actually a smart move for Nintendo to retire Charles Martinet. I mean, he, dude's getting up there. Right? He's not a he's not a young guy by any means. And so... Um, you're just so used to um yeah cartoon characters like people that voice cartoon characters they they do it until they die i mean that's just and 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 i don't it's so weird it's like mario is a video game character but he has that pop culture like he is optimus prime and he is mickey mouse and he is like mario doesn't just seem feel like just a video game character to me it's like you know it's like Jim Henson, you know, died while still making all of his Muppet stuff. It's just like, I think He's, that, I think a lot of people were just like, this, this guy's probably just going to kick the bucket. Yeah. And then they have to get a new Mario and probably just like stitch together some voice lines he did. Sure. I have to, I have to assume there's an audio bank just, just filled with, because yep. Mario doesn't monologue no so it's he says wahoo yeah there you go i'll be the next mario but no it's what's interesting is uh martinet's portrayal of mario was sort of a goof in that they weren't like you listen to the japanese you listen like some some japanese uh, versions of mario and they in in those games and other aspects and they don't sound like this version of yeah. Mario and, and it's also it's very regional too you know depending on what part of the world Mario's going to have a different voice here in the west we 
fell in love with Martinez portrayal. And it was sort of, it was like too comedic. Yeah. Uh, it, well, well, not in no, a bad they, way. Not in a bad way. They made Mario it, incredibly, incredibly innocent. Childlike they did. innocent. They did. Yes. Uh, like it, he was like the universal voice because he didn't yeah. use a lot of um, difficult English. So, yeah. Yep. Um, like, he knows French. He knows. He knows a bunch yeah, of languages too. So yeah. So like, it, it's rare for a VO to like just <clears throat> sort of like, no, it's the VO here, there, and you know, just he's the VO. He's Mario. You know, they didn't. Really- yeah. I, I mean, I again, I I think it's, I think it's good to move on, and I don't think we're because they in that post they even say, um, uh, I, I think in a in a follow they, up they followed up. Saying about War yes. of Wonder, yeah, yeah, because he's not going to be the voice in Wonder, which yeah. is that's the first project he's not going to be on. To yeah. understand it, what I do think is really kind of interesting is they they made a note in their response that said, "But but keep an eye on the credits for who the yeah. voice actor is," which they never acknowledged before. No one acknowledges yeah. Princess Peach. No one acknowledges Link. I... Um, they'll acknowledge like the other major characters, and, it, and it's really a, a really recent Nintendo thing to start acknowledging some of these folks, yeah. but um. I, I think with Mario, it's good because he has become so universal and that movie, not the universal movies, but that movie did so well. And there's such a difference now between yeah. the Chris Pratt Mario. Again, not the same as the Mario in the, the games. There, there's always going to be a difference. Um, and I don't know if they're going to try to mimic what yeah, Charles Martinet did. I wonder if yeah, part of me wonders if they're just going to make Mario a normal guy. Yeah, like, maybe. like tone it down. Like, we need to sort of tone down the thick Italian stereotype because the further on we get, the more sort of in- insensitive the, oh, mamma mia, let's get to some pasta. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, I think it's, I just think it's good that they're going to have yeah. a new voice come in. And I don't think they're they going should have to it be, just be, they just should have it be one of the top VO guys. Every game, it's a new game. Like well, I, I was gonna say every, every game you'll, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you hear a different Mario, like every game, uh, for put, a while, like they, I, I think it'll be a rotating cast and I, I'm okay with put, it being a rotating. Cast. Let's put fucking Troy Baker and yeah, Nolan North. <laughs> no, I think it's again. I think it's good that that they're sort of getting away because I wonder, now we'll like, always have Charles yeah. Martinet as Mario, which I think is that's my Mario. Like that's everyone's yeah. Doctor and Doctor Who. It's Mario. I think that's. Good. I, I still say my Mario is uh, Lou Albano, though. I, whenever that's my, what I grew up. Yeah, in my Me brain, too, Mario has a Brooklyn accent. Yeah. Like, he's a Brooklyn. He's scruff. Yeah. He's like, yeah. hey, you know. Luigi spoke about ah, Luigi. Fuck you, ah, Luigi. <laughs> fuck you, Luigi. Oh, <laughs> uh, good times. Stuff that Mario actually said. I can't. Um, I can't wait to see. Like, I, you know, the whole Mario thing is its own thing. But like, it's the rest of the cast. Like, yeah, Martin A who's, did everybody. Like, like who's what is, gonna be? Are, yeah, is the VO going to be? the same responsibilities of okay you're mario which also means you're luigi wario and waluigi and mm-hmm. all of these other fucking nintendo characters no see <laughs> those characters yeah. are going to be extremely racist and that's what yeah they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna go all in they're gonna yeah. go all in um <laughs> they're gonna yeah. actually like wario and waluigi are actually going to be extremely anti-italian <laughs> They're gonna be so. They're gonna be right wing anti immigrant because they were yeah. born in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. Mario and Luigi came into. Uh, so uh, some more news. I got a couple delays here. All right. Um, okay. A game that is delayed that is probably smart being delayed is Alan Wake Two, delayed by ten yeah. days, not for cleanup, not for anything else. But it's literally. I think their message was, "Hey." Yeah, here it is. Uh, there's too many games coming out, and we're gonna get fucking lost in there yeah. right around the time Mario everything else comes out. Let's push it back to the 27th. All y'all, you you okay with that? And I think everyone was like, "We good, yeah. man. It's like, cool. Let's do we it." We understand. Yeah, we understand. That's yeah. fine. Let's go forward. So. I, I I don't like this. Like every time they show this picture of Alan, it, yeah. it, it looks he looks like uh uh Jared Leto in um like Blade Runner too. <laughs> does whatever. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Jared Leto in every modern movie. It's Morbius, man. It's it's uh, it's Morbin time, Alan. Morbin time. So, but yeah, push back ten days. Uh, yeah. I think that's that's totally fine. There's yeah. there's plenty of crap we're gonna be playing. I you know most of us will still be 
tra- maybe transitioning from Baldur's Gate 3 to Starfield to whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's that's going to be it's going to be wild. But another game that got delayed for longer and this one was actually kind of a bummer. But then at the same time, also, there's so much crap in the back half. And that's Pacific Drive Yeah, is getting delayed 2024. Uh, our, I don't want to say our friends at Ironwood Studios because we're we we don't have friends in the industry at all. We fucking hate everybody. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> everybody's cool with us. No, um, uh, we got we had a chance to preview the game. We really liked what we played, and so we were hype yeah. about it. And yeah, uh, they, we get we yeah. gave it to one of our uh, games yep. of the show at East. Yep. But guess what? Now they can just keep racking up those games of the show every time they have yeah. every time they're somewhere they're gonna get a side questing game. But uh, no, there's. Uh, you know, they delayed it to sometime early 2024 out of whatever 2023 window was. I, I, I gotta admit, I kind of forgot about the game only because from June onward, it's been a barrage of yeah. games and dates and games and dates that, unfortunately, one of the one of the issues, of, some of the fallout of what's happening. Hey, great, we're getting all these great games. Cool. They're, the majority of them have been these big AAA blockbuster. They're just throwing the big bo- big guns out there, which yeah. sucks for uh game like mid tier and in indies. Like if yeah. because they're they're just getting drawn out because everybody's so focused on like Red Dead Redemption came out for the Switch and the PS4 <laughs> last week, and it's all people talked about for the whole week for like two weeks was. RDR, and I'm thinking there are a ton of games out. There are a ton of games, indies, all kinds of stuff, games coming out. Nobody was talking about those. Most people don't even realize there was a Madden game that came out last week because everyone <laughs> was talking about Red Dead Redemption, yeah, and Baldur's Gate. Uh, but I, it's smart to move it into early 2024. I think they'll probably sit back. Uh, I mean, they're I'm sure they're 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 going to keep working on it. It's not a delay for sales or anything like that. It's delay a delay to actually get the thing done. Yeah. But they'll probably sit back. And anybody else, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I think there's going to be another delay that a game that gets pushed out, which I'd be okay with. Um, but I think you're going to start seeing people in that first part of 2024 start to, re, you know, start to figure out where the placement is. I think you know there's a lot of balls that that got that got to drop from uh, like Nintendo and Xbox and Sony of like nothing's been revealed really for the beginning of next year. It's all this year. Yeah, Square Enix says they're going to have. Final Fantasy 7 in winter 2024. So that's probably, or, you know, the beginning of the year, January, February, March, probably around that time, which is what they did the last time around, I guess. But uh, did that, did, did, I know it was. I just don't remember for when that fucking yeah. Suicide Squad game was delayed. I know it was. That game. I, I forgot about that game too, man. But yeah, so I think they're going to, you're going to see companies kind of sit back and start to think, all right, let's really assess what's coming out in this part of the year and capitalize. And I think that's why you're getting early 2024 or, you know, that kind of nebulous time frame instead of month and like something a little bit more solid because they're just seeing where everything's falling. And I think that's totally, totally the fine thing to do. Um, one thing that is falling is money into pockets. Uh, and that would be the pockets of the people at Rovio because Sega, <laughs> Purchased Rovio. I'm trying just the worst uh, segues. Sega has finalized their purchase of Rovio, which they announced in like I think it was like April this year. So that was a quick one, quick turnaround. It seems like it was forever ago, but it wasn't. So uh, weirdly enough, it's a good fit. Uh, I would rather Rovio have gone to a like an actual game company instead of like a mobile conglomerate or you know. Uh, embracer group or someone else it's like give rovio <laughs> moved into sega because at least you know we can finally get the sonic birds and angry birds and yeah it, Ed Cog as a, you'll angry birds yeah angry birds versus, versus flickies angry birds versus persona um <laughs> oh birds. man angry birds are going to be like such a big deal in the next yakuza game or i'm there sorry you, oh yeah, uh, yeah like a dragon they've dropped yep. the yakuza. there you go <laughs> but uh yeah so it's you know, I've, it's, Rovio is in a was in a weird spot, and I think they were in a weird spot because their movies. Yeah, shut up, Corey. Their movies 
still made money. Both the Angry Birds movies yeah. made tons of cash. Even yeah. in like, I think it was Angry Birds 2 was like right be, like a year before the pandemic or, so, or a couple yeah. years, whatever. And made a ton of money. Um, Sega is trying to get more family-friendly IP under their belt. And I think Rovio with the Angry Birds, I think, is fantastic because this gives them... I mean, you remember that for like the two years there where Angry Birds was it. Like Angry Birds was the biggest fucking game yeah. on the planet. Every iOS came out. Everyone had their iPhones. Like the first game that came out for iPhone that anybody really cared about besides the stupid tower shaking where the towers fall. Yeah. Um, the, the Jenga games was Angry Birds. And that ruled for like two, three years at yeah. least. I mean, if my, were, my it was my kid, kid's first you... game. That yeah. she played was Angry what Birds. What was the uh, what was the uh, fucking epic game that was Punch Out but with swords? Uh... The sword battle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Epic, <laughs> unreal, whatever, Epic Castle or Unreal, yeah, Champions of Epic. Uh, but Ro Infinity no, Blade, it was Infinity, Infinity Blade, Blade, which is so cra crazy. I mean, I kind of understand why that they Epic doesn't have anything on the uh, iOS store really, but. <laughs> They removed those games well before their recent. Yeah. Like the games haven't been on there for like 10 years now, yeah. which is sad because you kind of liked swiping. It was like the first swipe yeah. right type of the action. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, it's it's a smart purchase, I think. Yeah. And right. I think it's the IP is, is really going to be bolstered by Sega being able to supply it with the correct marketing, the funding behind it. Um, I do think you'll see a resurgence of the angry birds stuff. I think you'll, you'll probably, probably sooner rather than later. I mean, I'm guessing sometime next year, you're going to see a new ish. I, yeah. Angry I birds assume, game. I assume like, yeah, in terms of the mobile space, you're going to, yeah. going to see, there'll probably be some sort of like remastered version of yeah, like the original yeah. game or something like completely like with the movie aesthetic or like these, like these birds that are on the screen or something. But. Yep. Yep. I think that's cool. I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, good, good for Rovio. Uh, it's it's it one out. of those. It's one of those things where, like, it, it at the end of the day, it doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like it, it, it's Angry Birds. It was already kind of dead. So, mm -hmm. for the most part, in terms of like, it's it's you know in public consciousness yeah. of the brand. So just like going to Sega and just let it sort of exist in perpetuity yep. in whatever way Sega deems it necessary to to squeeze the ip as much as they need like mm -hmm. it's it's all innocuous kind of ip it's not it's not like the it's not like the microsoft uh activision sort of thing or whatever where it's just like yeah there's a lot more this is just an innocuous it's totally is. Deal. yeah it, it it's buying a dead ip to keep it alive basically so uh, it's if anything this everyone's probably thinking this is a great merger take yeah. place and no one ever says that um yeah. <clears throat> there one little last bit of, last bit of news I'm not segueing because I ran out of segues. Uh, there were some, there were a few big games that came out in July. There was a fucking Disney game that came out in July. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on. People are still hungover from uh, the Final Fantasies and the Street Fighters and the Diablas. They're getting ready for the fall season. You had Pikmin came out. I think Exo Primal drop. Um, the biggest game, actually was remnant two the sales data just came out and check that shit out remnant two was the number one selling game in the u.s from july 2nd to july 29th good job to your box i was not expecting that uh that amount of sales i think um considering i, I went back and realized though that i i own remnant on like 50 other 50 devices because it was always free on something whether it's game pass yeah. or epic game store yeah i definitely got it i definitely yeah. got it in one of the mm. humble choice bundles some humble stuff yeah so yeah. everybody owns remnant yeah uh and it's a good game and it's a good game and remnant 2 so it made people thirsty for remnant 2 so made people yeah. thirsty for remnant 2 and remnant 2 is for all intents and purposes pretty good too people are people are really digging it i think Corey was even mentioning it in the in yeah. the uh the discord there which you should join the side questing discord um so yeah it that's the number one game i mean obviously diablo and call of duty hey uh active blizzard right there man microsoft yeah. they're ready baby microsoft's gonna be up there 
Uh, of course, you have Hogwarts, Final Fantasy. Pikmin is four, or Pikmin no, six. is six. Pikmin four is six, which <clears throat> doesn't seem like it's, you know, for it's a Nintendo game. It's not even in the top five or top three. All these older games, hold up. Uh, people tend to buy their Nintendo stuff digitally now. Yeah, like they, these, they've yeah. really made that push, especially with the beta, the demo that was out there, and the the ticket stuff. Everybody I know besides me who bought Pikmin bought it digitally. Um, and uh, the you know, so I, for all intents and purposes, in Japan, it is the highest selling Pikmin ever. Um, it broke the uh, records for all the other Pikmin games in the U.S. Uh, I'm gonna guess it's probably gonna be the same thing because I think yeah. Pikmin three was higher than yeah, Pikmin two, and then also, Pikmin three Deluxe on Switch was higher yeah. than the Wii U version. So this yeah. is top. That. It's one of those things where it's a low bar for Pikmin for yeah, the most part. Yeah. Like it's never literally because been... they're tiny, so they can actually walk under the Hi-yo. bar. But yeah, so it's a low bar. You're right, but uh, you know, I, I think it's good to see Pikmin. Pikmin's never gonna be one of the biggest. Never gonna Street be in a, a top tier. Yeah, and Street Fighter six, considering yeah. I think literally only digital for street fighter six and to still be uh in the top 10 is pretty pretty fucking good no, there's box fighter. copies of street fighter six no what i'm saying is like i think i don't think this list includes steam sales. oh so, yes i'm sorry so yeah, yeah. what i'm saying is being in the top 10 <clears throat> still pretty fucking good yeah. because it does digital sales not included for Xbox. not included for things oh, okay, that are okay, scarred. scarred so street okay. fighter six is Digital sales are yeah. included, yeah. Okay. But it's still it's still good. I think that's still you know Street Fighters. As we look back, surprisingly, Although, uh, before Street Fighter was never a super high top selling series. Like it's yeah. it would sell like a million, one point two oh, million, yeah. and that was you know that I, was the, the launch time, numbers. Those are great. Yeah, the only time Street Fighter was ever like was when it was in its public consciousness and like the, the Genesis and Super NES. But then those numbers are spread across yeah. because they kept releasing so many. I will say this one though: Cod Blops Two is beating yeah. Cod Blops Three. Yeah, it's like, uh, okay, wasn't there a Blops Four out? There, there was a Blops Four. <laughs> so they're like the two and three are beaten four. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Fucking Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft is still up there, which is wild because that's still technically not available in the Xbox I also, series. I also like that it is multiple video game yeah. manufacturers yeah. as the publisher because it is just different wherever. <laughs> Uh, I do like MLB, MLB the, the show, sh- right? Because yeah, what's, what's the what's the little arrow indicate for the show? Xbox and Switch digital sales not oh, okay. included okay. for that. Uh, listen, I'm pretty sure that the the Switch version digital version of that isn't going to be goosing up much. It numbers. isn't going to be. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to be adding in many numbers on there. Yeah, but, it's uh, not going to no, put it a, above Elden Ring. <laughs> but, you know, uh, as uh, Matt Piscatella mentioned, you know the um, software sales were up in July for over last year, which is great. Hardware sales are down, but that's uh, kind of understandable. You know, we yeah. had a good a good run of six months, and now we're starting to get into the fall uh the fall season so i think that people were this is the middle of the summer people aren't buying new consoles in the middle of the summer um because they're vacationing so they're taking they're either buying games for the stuff they have Mm -hmm. or they're going on vacation so july is typically the lowest month of sales but it did did pretty good this year so i think that's that's pretty solid and uh it basically this is the low point um you're gonna see august september october november December are going to be insane. I mean, August, we've already had <clears throat> some bangers in August. Baldur's Great 3 is only PC. Uh, but yeah, PS5. Launches... But like, it's like the top selling PlayStation 5 yeah. game, and it's not even out yet. Yeah. Like... <laughs> and it launches like two days before Starfield on Xbox, which is like, how wild is it going to be to see the Baldur's Gate 3 sales numbers are going to eclipse Starfield on Xbox because everybody who's playing it on Xbox is playing it through Game Pass. Yeah. So that's going to be a wild one. But um, no, it's uh, yeah, a solid, again, great. It's cool to see Revenant 2 up there. That one kind of snuck snuck to the top, and I think it's a good it's a good summer game. It's, it's multiplayer and all that fun stuff, for, right? So. Yeah, this is a good year for sleeper hits, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, well, a lot I of agree. games just kind of snuck in and being like, oh, hey, guess what? We're the big game this year. And yeah, I mean, look at of- look at all these sleeper hits, man. Diablo, Call of yeah. Duty, Hog, you know, yeah. Harry Potter, Final yeah. Fantasy, Zelda, Street Fighter, Elden Ring, 
Major League Baseball, Star Wars, Mario Kart, Call of Duty, Minecraft, FIFA. Exo Primal, baby. Exo Primal is the sleeper hit. No, but actually, Dead Island, Island 2 is still, still up there. People, yeah. I guess that, that did better than what they expected it to. So that's good for them. But, but like, yeah, anyways, every, yeah. Every, every every month there's just like another game that just sort of yeah. like pops up that like, oh, this this is actually one of the best games of the year. And nobody right? like fucking and cares. No, why is anyone fucking playing this game? Um, I'm going to I'm going to talk about a couple games that I've been playing because you said you hadn't really been playing much. You've just been opening yeah. cards and working. And yeah, well, I, I will say this. You have been playing stuff, but you can't talk about those things. Yeah. Oh, How much is that card worth? Like 250? <laughs> I wish it's like it's like 60 bucks. That's awesome. That is cool. Um, I should have bought that pack too, but uh, <clears throat> JJ will have more stuff next week. I have stuff this week. I'm going to end well, let's on just, my... Let's just say, one of the things for sure, the embargo's up tomorrow, the re review goes live tomorrow for Fort Solace, so... Okay, so you could, so he's reviewing that. Yeah, he, he'll, he'll <laughs> um, yeah. I've been playing uh, uh, Switch games, uh, a couple... All three Switch games, actually. Um, one old game one new game and one game that just came out. So the I'll start with the older one here because it's very old, technically speaking. Hi, um, Gan. Hello, Gan. How hey, are you? Hey, hi, Wiener. He like hops in, whether he's on Twitch or he's on Facebook or wherever. He's there under different names each time. Um, I'm playing... I got the karate. I don't know if you heard about the karate thing that's coming out like next week, I think. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm a huge fan of everything that Digital Eclipse does. And so I realized I hadn't like gone through every little excruciating secret in Atari 50. There are a bunch of secrets in that, depending on what you play, like the games you play in there, how many movies, you know, clips you watch, all the info you yeah. go through. There's like, like five or six secret games in there. There's like, there's, there's, a, there's a good feeling when you like, watch a video and it like turns the little circle yeah. on the timeline filled yeah. like <laughs> so uh yeah i've been playing atari 50 and um on the switch you said on the switch which is it's perfect i mean it's, it's the the stuff that this you know the switch is able to accomplish with an old game uh obviously game from 2600 era yeah. but being able to play this kind of stuff uh i think it's great on the switch. I think, and of course it's like crapping out right now. Cause I'm playing it through YouTube. Of course. Yeah. Um, but, uh, this Atari 50, we talked about it last year when it came out. Was it last year that came out or earlier this year? I think it was no, last, last year, because it was one of my, that's true. Uh, it was, it was um, on my game of the year list. Yeah. It's, it's the kind of thing where you can sit and watch it on your TV, like to flip through all the little clips and then you can actually play it portably when you're actually like playing the games. Like I like playing the games portably. Like I'll take it, I'll sit in the hammock, which I've been doing a lot of that this summer, sit in the hammock, play this, play the, play the games. And it felt great. Some of the games, some of the, let me rephrase it. A lot of the games do not hold up. No. <laughs> and going back now, I'm like, man, this is definitely of the time. There Absolutely are... none of the Atari 2600 mm. games are good. Yeah. yeah. I, I will however, just <laughs> Yeah. However, I did finally decide. I'm like, oh, shit. I was I hadn't played Adventure in so freaking long. I'm like, finally, finally got into that. So, um, oh, he's packing his lunch. That's right. Because he's starting up the uh, starting up the schooling. Go, he's going to school tomorrow, everybody. Yeah. Uh, he's starting starting seventh grade. He's our youngest uh, viewer. So we had yeah. But no, it's just. I, we talked about it last year. We talked about it like a hundred times. It's a great package of stuff. I'm so excited for the Karateka. I we were saying in the pre-show, as I said, I was you know I was going to talk about this. Like a Nintendo one would be perfect. Like this is yeah. imagine a Mario one that's just the Mario games or whatever. It's just uh, it's such a missed opportunity. I, I really I, hope that other companies look at this and yeah, say we got to do our own. I, I said it. Uh, when I reviewed it, uh, which they, it's even got a written review from me, which is how yeah, you know I like it's it. rare. Um, that this is the benchmark. The Atari yeah. 50 yep, is the you benchmark. You can't go back now. It, you have to be as good as this. Uh, I feel like it, it is doing so much for the preservation of games. Mm -hmm. True. And, yes. And it's doing so much because they go above and beyond in almost every aspect. 
like the videos are like feature length in some instances mm -hmm. and they have the weird remakes that they do like um mike mika like has programmed a couple of remakes on some for some of yeah. these things and stuff um, on remakes too yeah. yeah games that never came out and yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, this has um another game that i reviewed like the remake of aka r aka r uh, yeah that that is on this collection but the original version that would eventually come out as um you know a game that i talked about earlier this year that came mm -hmm. out um it's a i like that they even like recreated one of the lcd handheld games in here like they didn't yeah. have to go yeah. that hard but yep. they did they because, went all the way yeah because usually when you get these collections they either focus on like one franchise or one console Mm -hmm. um sega does when they do sega it's like the genesis and that's all you ever get mm -hmm. um you know nintendo will only focus on one character so it's like you get the kirby collection which means you get the kirby games on across the platforms and stuff this just covers all of the atari platforms like it's ridiculous that it has you know pc games arcade games 2600 5200 mm -hmm. 7800 unreleased stuff uh handheld games lynx games and jaguar games yeah like, it's, it's it's great it's fascinating that they were able to go this hard it, it's, it's a benchmark and that the 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 uh the gold series that they're about to launch mm -hmm. uh it's I, uh, I i i have a gut feeling that it's just going to yeah make it set the bar again but like it, it's going to take what yep. all everything they've learned from this and and go even harder oh, yeah. um because like common yeah yeah so i'm i'm excited mm -hmm. to see uh what comes from this from the because clearly they took all the lessons they learned from this atari mm -hmm. one and are adapting it into the the hyper focused i love the idea of a hyper focused let's show one game and go from, through its history and yep. go through it from beginning to very end uh that's very cool and yep. i can i can i cannot wait to see what game is next in the series you know it'll like, be good because it's starting yeah. with karatika and who yeah. knows i mean it's it's open so many of these games are just sort of like something like karatika is cool because it's a lesser known game to probably a, a a good majority of the people out there that don't realize what what it is um mm -hmm. but like i don't know what the next game is but i hope it's i hope it's an like i want it like an adventure game i want them to like find like you know um what was the sure. what was yeah what was the game that you reviewed not that long ago um uh Miss or no, no, it was the adventure game remake. Oh, that the, you loved. the cave is that the, was the cave or what? I forget what it's called. Yeah, yeah, like, I know. Miss, yeah, that Miss I really cave. loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the original game's really good, but the remake sucks. Yeah. So like, sucks ass. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I, I would love you know, yeah. Ken and Roberta Williams game. Like, yeah, yeah, like exactly. do one of their games. Do their first game. Do together. do the Space Quest games. Do yes, the King's do the Quest games. Do the uh you know do the sierra history of sierra but have like some of the games like you know mystery mansion or know, mystery house yeah. do some of those i think this kind of stuff is is fantastic i, think, I, I, and I, I would love like i was gonna say old, i would love one from the just do the very first ultima game because that game yeah, changed yeah. a lot going for what computer i'd love and i know this one will be difficult but i would love whoa careful there yeah. i would love uh like the the madden games like the history of madden or anything <laughs> it would be difficult to do it because of all the licensing, but they're, you know, it's difficult, John you Madden, literally impossible, literally impossible. <laughs> but you know, it, you know, you, you, you talk about, I mean, there was a, there was a Madden documentary and for everything yeah. that John Madden was known about for yeah. actually football stuff, he was from the nineties onward, he was more well known from video games than he was from, you know, being a coach. Field. Yeah. Being yeah. a coach. And so that one will be fun. I think there's just so many opportunities. I mean, yeah. To me, this is the way that you preserve games. I, yeah, yeah, it's great to have the actual file out there, but put it in a package because what I'd love is, you know, uh, 
in game design schools, like your homework is to go through the Atari 50 yeah. and here's your questions. So at the, much, here's yeah. the quiz at the end. Yeah. There's you so know? much, there's so much ephemera that goes yeah. with, with yeah. game development that just gets, it's lost a history. It's a living history yeah. book. It's so, yeah, so, so, so to have it be a literal, like that's, what's cool about Karatika is that they're not calling it a game either. Yeah, they're calling like, it, they're, the calling golden... it they're calling it an interactive documentary, which yes, is yes. the correct way. That's the right way. It would appear. Yeah. To, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I've been playing another game. Uh, also an interactive document. No, I'm just kidding. This, you talked about this last week or the yes, week before. Week. Uh, I'm playing it now, Disney Illusion Island. It is, um, uh, <clears throat> we said, it, you know, this is kind of what Rayman has to live up to in terms of like animation and all that yeah. kind of thing. But it's so freaking easy. I kept, I had to go back and pump up the difficulty to the max because, there's not a it, it's more about exploration than it is about I don't think I said it last week but there's like no like combat in this game. There's no yeah I think yeah. I brought there's no combat in this yeah. game. So your your whole goal is to just keep jumping and running and opening yeah. up stuff. And I think from the Mickey standpoint I think that's fan that's fantastic yeah. because it, it's doing a good service to this this specific era of Mickey with this animation yeah. style. I think it's it's actually great. Uh and I think that uh, the story is actually kind of cute, but you can it's it's telegraphing from the very beginning of what's happening. But yeah. it very much feels like a Mickey Mouse style story. Hey, we got let's go on a picnic. We got invited on a picnic, and you show up, and all of a sudden it's not a picnic yet. We just needed you to come save our kingdom yeah. from monsters. But uh, <clears throat> great visuals, awesome animation, like some yeah. of the best like hand drawn art. But um, this game is it feels empty. It's Mm -hmm. it's not until like there are like three or four acts in this game the game's only like six hours long total and that's if you try to get everything in it i think it's great for we talked about it last week it's like a perfect weekend rental uh it's something great to play with your kids like rent it for your if you have kids rent it for your kids or if you are a kid play with your parent um because i think it's perfect for that but uh beyond that you know it's it's more of a novelty than it is anything else. Um, yeah, but it's it's fun. It's it's interesting. Not it really a, challenging. It, yeah, it, it, at the, all. The, the, but the writing the writing got some laughs out of me. Yeah, it got some once. some weird chuckles out of me too. Like, I, okay. I, I, actually, I, res, I respect. Who, who did you mean? Who did you mean? Uh, I didn't really like every time I booted it up. I I picked a different character. Okay. I, I liked playing. I just like Donald. So yeah, I same. And I love how Donald him. is like always yeah. getting like pooped yeah. on by. I, I, I was, I like, was just saying whatever. that. I was just yeah. saying that. It's like I think my favorite part of the game is that he gets absolutely no respect throughout None. the entire game. You have the pink crocodile guy just yep. constantly giving him the worst possible. Dude, you get you get a pencil. You get a rocket. You get, and you get something that crashes. Like yeah, you get a plunger. Cool. Yeah, you get a plunger. You get a, yeah, you get a rocket. He's like, don't rockets <laughs> explode? <laughs> yeah, it's written, it's written really well from that standpoint. So, yeah, hey, it's it's fine. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah. forgotten fairly quickly, but it oh, may be a fun. This is, this is gonna be one of the. This is gonna be a ten dollar game by yeah, Black, Black, yeah. Black Friday. You're gonna get this for ten bucks. Yeah, it, it actually might be a fun game to get for kids for, for Christmas. Yeah. It's a good Christmas. You know what? They should make a Christmas version of this game. That's uh, running around Santa's. Yeah, you got plenty of time to do it. Yeah. Game development is so easy. So yes, yeah. If, totally if Sega cool. could have done it in the nineties yeah. with Nights into Christmas, yeah. they could do it with Disney's Christmas <laughs> Island. <laughs> now I'm playing a game um, that uh, we've talked about for a long time. Another game that was on our Game of the Year lists um, and some of our favorite of the years, <clears throat> but now it's finally on Switch. And that, my friends, is Vampire Survivors. It's on Switch. And uh, the big news really is, uh, God, this visual style is horrible. Sorry, I'm, I'm streaming from YouTube, so there are issues on this. But um, it is, uh, they've done some upgrades. They've brought some of the, mo the stuff over from the mobile aspect to the consoles um, in this update, in the, the Switch version. But they've added... Uh, co-op and i'll get to that in a second um i'm surprised first of all i'm surprised at how well this game runs on the switch now granted yeah there's mobile ports out there there's you know it's it's you can run it on a tandy 1000 which was my first yeah. game. I think you can run on a com you can run it on an atari 2600 it kind of looks yeah, like it's I got a zx um, spectrum running there, there you so. go 
but uh, it's surprisingly really I mean, smooth on the Switch. And I, I partly wonder if there's like a new engine involved yeah, or a different type of engine involved. The thing is, the Switch always has had a problem with uh, a lot happening on yeah. the screen. It's always no slowdown. There was like, yeah. I don't think I ever noticed any slowdown with like a bajillion enemies on there. Now, there is slowdown. And the, the slowdown that I want to get to is four-player co-op. And uh, I say there's slowdown because the game um, changes how, really changes how you play. Obviously, if you're playing Vampire Survivors, you're going after the hordes. You're trying to get as many coin, you know, as many gems as possible, and you can level up fairly quickly. Sometimes you can sit back and uh, if you have the vacuum, whatever that is, the magnet or vacuum, whatever that is, um, you can level up your character like five or six, seven times as it's going by. Well, when you play co-op with other friends. Uh, let me rewind this a little bit. If you play co-op with other friends, it rotates, alternates back and forth based on uh, who you know who's next in line to get um, their their experience bump. So it's kind of like you're a big experience pot that you're all sharing. So if if I level up, then the next person will be JJ. The next person level up, even if I got all the gems, would be Taylor. And then they do it so that they, that way to keep the game play fair. Cause if you have one person who's really OP and the other folks are just like, you know, not doing a lot of leveling, yeah. then it's, it, it can get pretty nasty pretty quick. So I think it's actually kind of a smart way, but again, it does slow down the game a bit because you're trying to survive and not just get the gems. Like you're trying to survive because you know, it's not your turn to upgrade yet. So you're, you're just doing your best and you're hoping the other person will, you know, be alive as well. So it's a little bit more methodical, but man, how, is it a fucking hoot to play co-op? Like how, how, how does it handle like the characters on screen? I'm assuming the board, you can't go past the borders. Yes. It just it like, keeps zooming out till you need to. Okay. And okay. uh, you know, and then it not a ton, but it's just enough. Like it's noticeable a little zoom out there, but um, yeah, you can't go past the borders. And it, I mean, it, God, it feels like, um, has an NES type feel, but it's like, God, I, I try to put my finger on it. It fucking gauntlet or something like, like yeah, that. <laughs> it's very, yeah, thank you. It's very gauntlet like. And what I mean is that like, we found ourselves huddling near each other when we were playing, like with my daughter, with, you know, with friends huddled near, near each other because you were, if you had some person that was, if one of us was like going towards a bunch of gems, you didn't want to be away from them because you know that they're, yeah. they have the right combination of weapons that will let them survive. Yeah. Especially if you have like the swirling garlic and some of the other stuff, it will affect how, you know, how you play the game as, as cup. And I think that that part made it really kind of fun. The, there were instances though, where, I'd get on like way one end of the screen and you know, they'd get on the opposite end of the screen because they found like a whole, like a big chunk of gems that we had left on a previous, like run through that area. So they go up that way. And then I'd be terrified because I know what's coming and I have the better weapon. So like, I'm like, come back, come back. So I'm like running after them and they're yeah. just going for the stupid torch. I'm like, slow down, slow way. Let me get up to you. And they keep going. Uh, but it's very it, left for dead sounding. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It kind of is yeah left for 2d dead but it it really is good it's got all the like this version and it's the update uh across the board so it's on steam and on xbox and now on switch uh all the dlc is in it <clears throat> it's still like four bucks or five bucks like you cannot go wrong with this yeah. on every device you have but i think i have found a new favorite device and i think it's because of that co-op it's just fucking perfect i think it's it it is the it's the best version. I don't know if the Xbox version has co-op, but I know this. It looks like it does. Yeah, it looks like they all have but based co -op. based on this but screen. I would say based on this screen. Um, I don't think you'd want to play co-op on Steam because no, I don't, you know, you're not going to huddle around one laptop or one screen. But for like Xbox and Switch and stuff, I think it's it's just brilliant. So I, I would go after it. I'd be go after it. Go get it. If if you don't have it buy it and if you do have it buy it again because it's it's vampire survivors and it rekindled 
that feel for me that I was, yeah. I kind of been, <laughs> you know, my vampire survivors like, okay, it was really fun. 2022 is fantastic. Uh, and now yeah. I'm kind of done, yeah. but no, it's all of a sudden it's like fuck, man. Vampire Survivor is really damn good. I can't, I can't kind of pivot into something I've been playing a lot. Yeah, lately. go ahead. And because it is on the same thing, where uh, I love Vampire Survivors, but uh, just recently, and I mean like recently, like I think maybe today, uh, a Vampire Survivors ripoff launched on Steam, but it's been out for a while. Uh, it's Hollow Cure. Okay. Which is a vampire survivors set in the Hollow Live universe. Oh no. Uh, oh, no. It's it's a free game. Okay. It's it's now on Steam. Uh and I think it's for me, it's kind mm. of a more entertaining game because it's way more flamboyant. Um, it's very silly, it's very cute cutesy uh it's got a lot of inside jokes but you don't need to be a fan of hollow live to like like the jokes are just there for the fans like it's there's there's some silly stuff that goes on there it um, is. yeah uh and it, it's got gotcha mechanics and oh boy uh but like i said because it's a fan game mm-hmm it's completely free and yeah. this is like a one person working on this the hololive team like all of the vtubers like play this on stream all the time like this is an officially sanctioned hololive game it's wow. just a fan game it's yeah it's fun as hell i i, I find yeah. myself playing it it's, it plays 100 percent exactly like Vampire Survivors. It just has an anime aesthetic to it, and and it's funny as opposed to being sort of grim dark. So, yeah, I just I really like this game. And so it being on it being on Steam now makes it exponentially easier to play it on the Steam Deck. Uh, Mm -hmm. You have to jump. Yeah, the jumpsuit and fucking hoops because it had its own separate launcher and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was a fan game, so you're down downloading sure. it from itch, you know, and stuff, and yeah. But now it's on Steam, so all that's all that's gone. It's got a big update coming that has like farming and fishing, oh, wow. and like decorating, and let, like like <laughs> let Zach know the farming is in Taylor farming is in Hollow Cure. <laughs> farming is in Hollow Cure. Well, JJ. Uh, it's been fun. It's been a good show. It's been fun. I, yeah, I got yeah. nothing else to talk about of any significance. It's just me been all re- It's all old. It's been all retro. Yeah, all, yeah, all, all retro games. Yeah, yeah nobody fine. needs to hear me talk about uh, me playing uh, WCW Revenge on the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. Well, there's. Uh, I will say this: it's it's a calm before the proverbial storm of the next big chunk. We really only had like a slight calm, and we would be yeah. we probably be talking a lot about Baldur's Gate three if uh, Zach and Taylor were on. I've got to play. I've, I mean, I've got to play more of it now that I've gotten yeah. through these reviews. Um, I don't have any reviews right now, so I'm going to be playing some Baldur's Gate, uh, which I, I I'm not going to review. It. No, I won't, I won't. I won't. I'll leave that to to Zach to I'm put. Probably some, some never going to play Baldur's Gate just because mm-hmm. it's not my thing. Like sure. so. <laughs> It is too big of a game, my friend. Too big of a game. Yeah. I am. Uh, it's never been my style of game. The the kind of computer yeah. RPG, CRPG stuff. Um, I mean, I, I've liked like the the forty minutes of it that I've played so far. But then yeah. I I made the mistake of tapping the button on the Steam Deck to put it down for a little bit to go into <laughs> the quiet mode and then come back to it like a day later, and it was chunky. It was chunking. It <laughs> happened on like doesn't happen on other devices it's just the steam yeah. deck is that that type of device that will chonk after all so yeah. i had to restart so i lost like 40 minutes uh, worth of uh of stuff because it wasn't saving but whatever i'll it's all it's still early i'll just get three we'll get to it but uh yeah. yeah anyways we'll have more hopefully we'll have the rest of the team or some f- more people on the team next next time yeah they can maybe later this week we'll kind of see how we'll play it by ear um if not, uh, either way, it's been an awesome show to chat with you. Hello to everybody else. Thank you for joining us. JJ will be at PAX next God, next week. Not next week, week after. Is it the week after? Yeah, the first. Yeah. Not this. Or yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's next week, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I got to get the award sent over to you, too. Yeah, um, you do. 
I'll get that made up this weekend. That way it's, it's all good. Uh, you can find us at sidequesting.com, sidequesting TV on YouTube and Twitch, sidequesting uh, over on, wait, I think we're sidequesting.com over on Blue Sky. Yeah, side no sidequesting TV on Blue Sky, so you can find us on there as well. Sidequesting TV and all those things, so it's all good. And uh, of course, the Discord, where that is the best place that uh, that you can find anybody is Discord. Um, we have a lot of good conversations in there, and we we're still counting. We've we're almost up to a hundred again, which is nice. Hopefully, Zachy doesn't fuck that up again on purpose, um, but we'll we'll get there. With that said. JJ, thank you very much. Thank you. See you in the next episode of The Side Quest. It's a Tom Cruise. Charges kill my head. Corrected the button. Now I'm finally in the end.